Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Imagine being able to watch Edison turn on the first light bulb or as Franklin, Ben Franklin, has received his first jolt of electricity. Well, for the first time, a film gives audiences a front row seat into a significant and inspiring scientific breakthrough as it happens. The film Particle Fever follows six brilliant scientists during the launch of the Large Hadron Collider, marking the startup of the biggest and most expensive experiment in the history of the planet, pushing the edge of human innovation. Directed by Mark Levinson, a physicist turned filmmaker from an inspiration and from the inspiration and initiative of producer David Kaplan, and masterfully edited by Walter Murch, who we'll know from Apocalypse Now and the Godfather trilogy, Particle Fever is a celebration of a discovery revealing the very human stories behind this epic machine. We are joined today by the director of Particle Fever, Mark Levinson. Mark, welcome to film school. Um, uh, well, that's interesting since I never went to film school. It's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> you, well, you, wherever you went, you, uh, wherever you learned, you learned well. This is a really well-done documentary um, in, in the way that is able to uh, lay out the information, do it in a very creative, imaginative way. The graphics are just wonderful. The pace is just moves along beautifully. Tell me, as a, phys- a physicist turned filmmaker, how did you how did you pull all this together? <laughs> well, tell us a little <laughs> well, bit about. I, mean, I guess one could say that uh, unwittingly, I was preparing for this all my life. Uh, <laughs> okay. But uh, I certainly didn't know when I started in graduate school in physics. So I actually. Initially got a PhD in theoretical particle physics at Berkeley uh, 30 years ago, um, and so as, as I, I have told people, uh, um, that's not the traditional film school approach. Yeah. But um, it ended up being very, very helpful in the end. Uh, I actually went from, uh, you know, from that physics background. I I moved into uh, feature filmmaking, and I moved into narrative fiction films. Uh, in fact, Particle Fever is my first documentary, um, but. Uh, luckily, uh, in Berkeley, there happened to be the Saul Vance Film Center, and I became uh, affiliated with a couple of films that did post-production there. Really uh, came in through the post side. Uh, met Walter Murch, actually, many years ago, because Walter had a huge interest in uh, physics. And when he heard somebody had a doctorate in physics, he decided that uh, he wanted to have one of his assistants invite me to talk to him about string theory at lunch. Mm-hmm. And so I met Walter and, and got involved in films with him, like The English Patient and Talented Mr. Ripley and Cold Mountain, where we really worked on on narratives. And so um, when this project came up, uh, it was sort of the the perfect preparation. And uh, uh, the the actual origin of the project was from David Kaplan, my my partner, who is a theorist, who is a particle theorist who had been talking about this thing, turning on to all of his family for years, and, and they, when it was actually going to happen, they said, you know, somehow this should be documented. And uh, eventually he thought, yeah, maybe it should be a film. And I heard about this guy from some people who uh, were potential investors in another project I had who said there was this crazy physicist that, you know, wants to do 
a documentary, but he's never made a film, and it's an experiment that they don't know if it'll work, and if it works, they don't know if it'll find anything. Mm -hmm. uh, so they thought it was a bad bet, uh, and somehow, <laughs> for me, it again seemed like a great bet. Mm -hmm. And uh, I took it on. But uh, the idea was always to make it into a narrative, dramatic, compelling film. I mean, what Walter and I both approached it as we approach any narrative fiction film, and, and you're know, looking for the drama and the characters and uh, trying to make this story about, you know, the real process of science. I mean, this, this is what was paramount to David, and also that we, we, we show science as a process that really takes place with, the, you know, all the drama that we know is there, but I think most people don't really uh, appreciate. Yeah, and, and the, uh, the setup, I mean, in, in the initial, uh, the first part of the film is, is about the, the discussion between some of the, the main people in the film, and I'm trying to, re uh, gosh, uh, between, um, oh my gosh, David? Is it David Kaplan? David. Yeah, yeah talking David about David. Yeah, yeah. He's the one. He so he he gives the lecture at the beginning that uh, right. you know sort of uh, answers the the universal question is what's this good for? Yes, <laughs> and exactly. his answer is 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 the perfect you know we have no idea you know uh, because this is what happens with fundamental research. But you know with fundamental research, the answer to whether or not this will pay off is. Uh, it could absolutely show nothing, but it could actually explain everything. Yeah, yeah, just the stakes involved in, and again, to give people kind of the scope of what was going on with the Large Hadron, am I saying that correct? Hadron or Hadron, how do you say it? Hadron, hadron the Large Had Hadron Collider. Collider. Largest machine ever built. Is that a fair, fair statement? I think uh, I think that is. I don't know if it is still now. I mean, it depends what you mean by large, but it's it it it, it certainly is the the largest experiment in physics history, and uh, I I think it's probably fair to say the largest machine. Now, now the idea was always from the beginning to to essentially, as it says in the in the name of the machine, collide, essentially collide atoms together and see what happens. Is that? Protons, actually. Protons. So this is subatomic. It's even harder than atoms. Okay. So, you know, we, we understand atoms now are made up of, you know, an electron outside a, a, a nucleus, and the nucleus of the atom is made up of protons and neutrons. Right. Um, and what they're doing is they're just taking protons, so they, they, they basically take um, a, an atom and strip off, a hydrogen atom, just strip off the electrons, and they are accelerating protons around this ring and colliding them at the, uh, you know near the speed of light unbelievable it's just an amazing idea I, and again now <laughs> now the the the, the uh, there are different divisions by the way I want to remind our listeners we're speaking with uh, Mark Levinson he's the uh, director of the film particle fever documentary on the construction and the implementation of the uh, the the large hedron Collider, and it is, and so anyway, so they're basically trying to get these protons to collide into each other to see what happens, and in that process, hopefully, they will discover new particles and confirm well, some of their theories. And the hope is that they discover something new, and, something and, new. Okay. You know, the, what we're really looking for, as you say, is to new particles, and uh, yeah. that is uh, what we hope will reveal. Uh, the the future of the direction of physics. Now, when did you decide that you were going to jump in on this? Because they've been building 
this since when 1997 i think it started out here in the u.s but then that failed Ooh. right so i mean in, in about 99 they really started uh, i think approving the the lhc as a concept and then the lhc is the ring essentially this ring that is underground it's you know 17 mile ring underneath switzerland and france and it circulates these protons in this ring in two opposite directions, collide in the nearest speed of light. And then they collide at four points where they have the big experiments. Wow. And so they've been, you know, planning and building these since that point. Uh, we started filming in 2007. So I think David first had the idea probably in about 2006. Uh, we got he, he got a little bit of footage in 2007. I met him in 2007 and then uh, started to really developed the characters, and uh, went over, and my first big shoot was actually in starting in August 2008, just before they were doing the first big test to see if they could get these beams going around the ring, yeah. even once. Just to even get them to travel around in, in this 17-mile sphere is a, a remarkable achievement, an absolutely amazing achievement. And then on top of it, and uh, this is not going to be a spoiler a giveaway here, uh, I... There are just so many. Again, the, the film has a lot of drama, uh, it, not only about the technology involved, but also within the relationships between these different physicists uh, and and their questions essentially to the camera. Is this the end of physics? If we do not find something, this is portend that we know all we'll ever know about the 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 origins of the universe and and particles and all this. There's just it, it's just such a Great story. Uh, uh, and uh, real quick, uh, before I, because there are t two types of uh, physicists de depicted in the film. Tell me a little bit about mm -hmm. that divide, which I didn't uh, I didn't know before the, f the film part of the well, In fact, it's, it is surprising to people in the field. It's very very distinct, and to people outside the field, they never realize this that there are theoretical physicists and there's experimental physicists. And they are really uh, a, a very different breed in some sense. Uh, and, and, you know, the theorists are the people that are, you know, at a blackboard or pencil with or pencil and paper coming up with sort of the theories of how things work. And experimentalists are the ones that go out and build the machines and, uh, you know, get the data and analyze the data and try to see whether the, the theories work. And, I mean, it's a very, it's a very healthy tension between them. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, you know, Ultimately, it's an experimental science. You need data. But the point of all of it is not just to get data, it's to put it into a theory. So, so you need both. And, you know, we were in a unique situation in physics where the theory has so outstripped um, experimental data. I mean, they, they have many theories about how physics should move forward, but we were really desperate, desperate, desperate for data that could help indicate which the direction it should actually go. And... Uh, <sighs> You know, it was actually fun in the film to even introduce some of these people to each other, um, because I think they they somehow you know sometimes have uh, very funny images of what the other person does. But they they uh, in some sense I think the LHC possibly was very uh, instrumental in bringing these two different uh, divisions yeah. in closer contact because they really, you know, again, the, the experimentalists need guidance from the theorists to tell them where, where they should be looking, what they should be looking for. 
Um, and the theorists know that they need from the experimentalists. They know, is it there or is it not? You know, the interesting thing about the film uh, Particle Fever, and by the way, you can go to particlefever.com to find out more about where the film, I know the film is rolling across the United States. It opened last week, I believe. Here, in fact, it's across the street from where I'm sitting now, but it'll be rolling out right, across the... Right, I think the, it's a new arc, right? Yeah, the, what the, the, town, the uh, University Town Center. Um, and and uh, but it'll be rolling out across the country. But even just a human drama within this film is enough to sustain it. There'd be enough, it, you know, uh, things going on and just talking to the people in this film. And then you put on top of it the the stakes involved in this billions and billions of dollars, dozens of people, um, thousands of people, four thousand people worked on this from dozens of countries around the world. And as you said, the, this kind of, uh, you know, ex- experimental and, and, and theoretical physicists getting together, all of it just, it just continues to get better and better. This is a wonderful documentary. I really thoroughly enjoyed uh, so much of it on so many levels. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's interesting because I have you know, been in the fiction world and written scripts and, and actually directed a, a, a fiction film. And I, 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 if I wrote this as a script and how it turned out, people would have thought it might have been contrived. But it was all real. Yeah. Uh, it just, it, as you said, it, it turned into a much more dramatic story than we ever thought. And, uh, and our characters were really great and right at the center of it. And I think that's why... Um, you know, it's uh, people audiences are responding to it because it's just you, you. You don't have to know physics. You just have to, you know, in a sense, have some intellectual curiosity and then let yourself go for a ride and be a physicist for for ninety nine minutes. Yeah, and, and and that's absolutely right. And and without again giving anything away, you will leave the theater wanting to talk to someone about what you've seen in terms of just this idea of the multi-universe as opposed to the universe, as opposed to, you know, these particles, whether they exist or don't, dark matter, bos- uh, boson. Uh, I, I just, it, it's just, it's really provocative in the most uh, remarkable kind of way. Uh, and uh, Josh, I just, I really enjoyed this a lot. <laughs> I really did. I didn't know what to expect. It could have been, uh, you know, kind of a very dry uh, resuscitation of the facts and the figures and all that, and still been interesting. Well, well, Go ahead. Well, what made you uh, watch watch it? Why watch it, actually? What well, you heard? <laughs> well, because, well, actually, word of mouth. A friend of mine said, you've got yes. to see this, and, and, and I'm sure that's what's going to really propel this film along is you, you know... People, it's not you know physicists. Physics isn't exactly gonna you know pull people into a bar, uh, you know for a for a sit down uh, you know. Uh, but no, in fact, one of our characters, one of the young woman, Monica, says that in fact it's sometimes a very helpful non pickup line if you, you want to turn somebody off. <laughs> yeah. and they go, "What do you do? I'm a physicist. Okay, I'll okay. look at the other end of the bar." <laughs> but I hope after people see this film, they're all going to gather around the physicist and say, "This is the coolest person in the bar." Exactly. Well, well, there you go. There you go. And, it, and I, they should, because, it, again, these are, in some ways, esoteric questions on some level, because even they admit, you know, what, do we, what is the value? Well, we don't know exactly what the value will be, but we know it's important, and it is important, and it tells us so much uh, about our world and about the future of our world, and I just, wow, I, I, I'm so happy for you as a filmmaker and i'm so happy for me as an audience member to have been able to sit down and enjoy this film so 
Well, I'm so happy to have you uh, <laughs> enjoy it and, and uh, be a, a, a convert, as we say. You, you know, you can join the I've Got Particle Fever Club. There you go. There you go. So it's rolling out across the country. Again, the film is Particle Fever. You can go to ParticleFever.com to find out more about it. Uh, and Mark Levinson, thank you so much for being a part of film school today. Thank you very much. Yeah. You take, <laughs> take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio. 